You are listening to Practical and Woo by Mindset and Manifest. My name is Eden, and I invite you to embark on a journey with me to explore the practical and spiritual edges of the unknown for the purpose of allowing you to embody and empower yourself uniquely as you are and to intentionally create and live a life of freedom and fulfillment. Each week, I'm going to discuss topics such as energetics, reality creation, manifestation, astrology, tarot, and more to help empower you to live beyond perceived limitations and to practically design your life so it feels like absolute magic every step of the way. Let's dive in. Well, hello, brilliant soul. A spiritual emotional journey isn't for the faint of heart. It's for the brave, resilient, courageous, driven folk who want to show up for themselves, climb the mountain, face the dragon, and come out the other side forever changed and fortified. I remember when I was little, there was a pervasive narrative about being too emotional or being too sensitive, a connotation that emotions somehow equaled weakness, the forbidden command of never letting them see you cry, the unspoken rule of never asking for help or worse, admitting you don't have the capacity for something, the prohibition sanctioned against revealing when you're tired, overwhelmed, burnt out, up to your eyeballs in it, the sensation of being in a pressure cooker. And so you often don't allow yourself to be honest about how you're feeling. You carry on like nothing is wrong, depleting your resources of joy and happiness, waking up with the strained anticipation of what else you're going to be faced with. To feel vulnerable requires emotional depth, which requires strength. To go deep, you must be strong. In fact, it demands strength. To learn to face the pain and panic head on and to take the next step anyway, even when it feels like you're treading water, that is the bravest thing you can do. And yet we're conditioned to believe it's the weakest. We're conditioned to feel like we're not enough, like we failed at life, like everyone is measuring us against impossible standards that we will never meet. Standards that we inadvertently hold as the measuring stick for ourselves. In my personal journey, I have reached my limits and my wits end like this before. I can still recall the things I would think and the feeling of constant pressure. Before long, I had siphoned my access to feeling any pleasure that was beyond my neck and head. In fact, it wasn't even pleasure I was feeling at all. All I had access to were my thoughts, my swirly, swirly thoughts, and my opinions. Everything else was numb and on occasion the feeling of pins and needles. I remember the moment I recognized this in myself. I had just finished all of my requirements to become a lawyer, 
and I was awaiting my ceremony that was about to take place a couple of months later. It was the first time in my life where I had like a real break. Prior to this moment, I was on the hamster wheel of academia and summer jobs. With the exception of a couple of weeks off here and there, my entire life was spent living for what's next. Even on vacation, I had a habit of dreading the days passing by, and so I disallowed myself from truly enjoying them. Before I knew it, I was thrust back to school, back to stress, back to striving. But really, when you think about it, I was merely surviving. Here I was with a real break. I had a couple of months before I was to become a lawyer and I completed everything else that I needed to. I remember I was walking around downtown Toronto and I saw a particularly beautiful house and a thought crossed my mind. Wow, that's a beautiful house. And I noticed that inside of my body, I felt nothing. I grew suspicious of myself and I wondered, has my experience of beauty become limited to a monotonous thought? Shouldn't I be feeling something? This stark awareness washed over me, this feeling void of feeling, this petrified me. A couple of days later, I remember taking myself to the park for a self-date lunch. I packed myself a picnic and I found a beautiful spot to sit on a Tuesday afternoon in mid-April. I began eating my sandwich one bite at a time. I looked around me and witnessed all of these joyous people surrounding me. They were playing on swing sets and laughing, being free. A thought crossed my mind, why can't I have that? Why can't I feel that? Guilt swarmed inside of me. The sheer panic of being anywhere but working on a Tuesday afternoon. The swirling, guilty, and shame-ridden thoughts, I'm not doing enough, I'm not being productive, I'm not amounting to anything. My mind was boggled by the freedom that surrounded me, and yet it was out of reach. I couldn't be there anymore, I left, and I hated myself for leaving, and also I didn't know what else I could do. I vowed to figure it out. The emotional downward spiral is a phenomenon that happens when you have a bad feeling, usually resulting from a belief or lens that you have about reality. And then you stress about the bad feeling. You tell stories that feel true about the bad feeling. You identify with the bad feeling and you compound it, stacking one bad feeling on top of another, on top of an emotion or two, on top of the stories that narrate through the cavern of your mind as they solidify into habit. The spiral catches you in this chokehold as an avalanche of hormones and feelings and sensations and energies swarm within you. 
the only way out is through. Thanks to Robert Frost and Finding Nemo, this statement and its derivatives are something we hear so often, but what does it mean? How do you apply it? From my perspective, it means to hit pause often. It means to take a break, to stop the ordinary course of your life, surrender to it all to allow the waves to wash over you long enough that you can begin reflecting on the most important things. Long enough that you can gain an alternative vantage point to take a breath. We often fear that stopping means that we're going to be swallowed whole by the things we're most afraid of but it's actually in the eye of the tornado where you're the safest. Until next time.